0: Welcome to Kingstar Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. And wherever you're listening from, we believe God's word will impact your everyday life.
1: Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you for today. Thank you for this wonderful afternoon. We thank you that we're ready to hear the word of God. That we will hear even as the learned. Precept upon precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. We thank you, Lord, because your hand is mighty upon us in this place, your presence is mighty upon us in this place. And we are ready to be taught the word of God. Let revelation flow. Let the word of God flow. Let the Holy Spirit uh, demystify what has been a mystery in the name of Jesus. Let him open and unveil the word of God to us. Let the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ begin to shine in the midst of us. It is you that said, let your conversation be as though it becomes The gospel, we thank you, Father, because today, even because your word says so, as we speak and fellowship and hear the word of the Lord, let the fear of God be in the midst of us, let the revelation and the joy of the Lord be in the midst of us. Let us receive, even as those that trust and believe in your word. I come against every spirit of the evil one, every spirit of hell, every agent of the evil one that has been that has an assignment against us. We break your power right now. We destroy your foundations right now. We hash you in the name of Jesus Christ. We cancel your plans and purposes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We command you to leave this place. We dispossess you of your power. We pull you down in the name of Jesus Christ and command you to be out of this place and any other person that is here with a different agenda in the name of Jesus Christ. We destroy that agenda in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We crush it completely and declare that that agenda cannot flourish in this place it cannot be fathered in this place because this place belongs unto the Lord God Almighty and we declare that we serve a mighty God We serve a great God. We serve an awesome God. And he rules and reigns in this place. And his presence is here. And therefore we give him all the glory. We give him all the honor. We declare wherefore God has highly exalted Jesus. And given him a name that is above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Wherefore God has exalted him far above all principality and power and dominion and might and every name that is named not only in this world but even in the world to come oh we bless you Lord Jesus because you are here and your presence is here your word says not by might not by power but by the Holy Spirit use me today to speak your word cover me with your anointing and anoint my lips to speak your word that your and your glory may be revealed in the lives of your people let there be a manifestation of your grace your goodness and your glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray amen and amen amen Amen. would you just help me and welcome your neighbor to the house of God glory to Jesus Hebrews chapter 11 we're back to Hebrews chapter 11 Glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus, hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. your man is a little bit too too weak, hallelujah, hallelujah, Hallelujah. the impossible will become possible. That which delayed is being quickened, that there be no more delay. That which was difficult will no longer be difficult. Good things are coming to you. The glory of God rests upon your life. You're going somewhere and it's a beautiful place. You're somewhere in the future and you look much better than you look right now. Oh, glory to God. When I see you, I see a beautiful future. When I see you, I see changed lives. When I see you, I see influential people. When I see you, I see the glory of God upon you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Good things are set to happen your way. Good things are set to happen your way. Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. By faith, glory to Jesus. I want to get your attention on that scripture right there. I want to get your attention on that scripture right there. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. You want to understand the mystery of things. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. You have to get that one. By faith, we understand that the world were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. The things that you're believing God for that are invisible in order for them to become visible they are framed built up structured brought into existence by the word of God verse number 4 By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift and through it he being dead still speaks not going there right now. By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him for before he was taken he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him for he that comes to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So two things you're told to believe that God is, that God exists. That's the first one. The second one, that God rewards those that seek him. do you seek god do you seek god yes. you're not sure yes. all right so last week we began off talking about the walk of faith and we defined faith we read from the hall of fame you know uh, the hall of faith uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11, we read the entire chapter and that was just powerful. You should go back and, you know, read it there. And somewhere there include your name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because the, the man explained and said, time fails him. Time failed him before he told you about me. Time failed him before he told you about you. Time failed. But, you know, um, uh, he, he, he really explained to us what faith was. And so... Today, we're still talking about the walk of faith, but I want to have a subtitle, how to activate and release your faith. How to activate and release your faith. See, what took advantage of you in this season will no longer take advantage of you. The children of Israel They worked for Pharaoh and they were not paid. But God came down to vindicate them. And for all the years that they were not paid, they were paid in one day. Why do I say that? Because somebody is about to be paid for all your labor in just one day. Oh, glory to God. You're about to bring a praise report back into the house of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. How to activate your faith. It is is important that you understand how to activate your faith. Because everything we're going to achieve and accomplish in the kingdom has to be faith-based. Because the Bible says that whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And, and and so God has made it possible for you to have faith and to walk by faith. Because he's told you one, Hebrews chapter number 12, no, Romans chapter 12 verse 3. Part B he says, for God has given to every man the measure of faith. So every one of you has a measure of faith. You have uh, the measure of the God kind of faith. God has given it to you. God has given to everyone the measure of Of faith, which means that uh, if God says He has given it to you, then He has given it to you. You possess it, own it, own what God has given you. Two, he also told you how faith comes. He says Romans chapter 10, verse 17. He said, Now faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So f- that is how faith comes. Faith comes by no other way. Faith does not come by prayer. Faith does not come by the laying on of hands. Faith does not come by speaking. Faith comes faith comes by hearing. Of course speaking, yeah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Nothing will bring faith that most believers think. Oh, if I can only just go to this man of God. or oh, if I can only just arrive at this place. or oh, if he can only lay hands on me. The laying on of hands plays other instrumental roles. Like impartation comes by way of laying on of hands. And other things, healing and all that may come by way of laying on of hands. But when it comes to faith, faith only comes by hearing the word of God. Which means that any believer that is serious about their faith needs to uh, get into a consistent habit of hearing the word of God. We hear so many things. And Jesus warned and said, be careful what you hear. He also said, be careful how you hear. When you find somebody that is going somewhere and they're sure of their destiny, they are careful what they give themselves to listen to. That is why Solomon's mother in, in Pro, Proverbs chapter 4 begins to address Solomon. Telling him to keep the word in his heart. He tells him, Lamuel, it is not for kings to give themselves to alcohol and to this. And he, She tells him what to do and what to expect. Because when people are going somewhere great, they restrict themselves to how they behave. They restrict themselves. To a certain pattern of behavior. Amen. So. He says. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing. By the word of God. It is only then that faith begins to grow in your heart because faith can grow because the bible says that your faith may grow exceedingly and god wants you your faith to grow he wants your faith to grow and it is important that you allow your faith to grow that's why we are teaching you to starve your doubts and starve your unbelief that you may be full and feed your faith that you may be full faith, Amen. Amen. See, faith is important because it gives you access to the realms of God. It gives you access to the realm of the unseen, unknown, untouched. In other words, when Paul begins to say, um, I has not seen, no ear heard, neither has entered into the hearts of men the things that God has prepared for those that love him. What he's saying is you know, there is a way to access what you need. There is a way to access what you don't see with your natural eye. There is a way to get to them. And that way is the way of faith because faith gives you the access there. And you see, you already have the faith that you need to do the things that God has called you to do. You keep growing it and building it. You keep growing it and building it. And every time you grow it and build it, it grows and it is built. That's why he let us know. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, we read from there last week. He said, we also having the same spirit of faith. We also having, and since we have the same spirit of faith. And I said, we have the same spirit of faith. Imagine, we have the same spirit of faith as Abraham. Same spirit of faith as Jesus. The same spirit of faith. So we also having the same spirit of faith according to what is written. Our spirit of faith, our faith is according to what is written. I believe and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore we speak. If I rest my case right there, I have preached good. Because now, that is how to activate your faith and release it. That exactly explains to us. Since we have the same spirit of faith, the same spirit of faith as God. Because we meet God in the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. We meet God in the beginning. We come back here. We meet God in the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. And look at what the situation was. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Continue. The earth was without form and void. Think about that. Without form and void, nothing was there, nothing was happening. And darkness was on the face of the deep. Now, what do you do when you see formlessness and a void in your finances? in your home in your homes in your families what do you do when you see darkness how do you approach the darkness by running and crying and looking for prophets and apostles and bishops and all that what do you do the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep And the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. That is the same spirit he's talking about, the, the, the one that we have. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. The same spirit that was hovering there in Genesis is the same spirit that the believer in Christ has. There are no two Holy Spirits. So you don't have another Holy Spirit unless you don't belong to Christ. But if you do, and you are intentional about it, you have the same spirit. And it says, and the spirit of God was hovering on the face of the waters. And God said, that is the principle of faith, that until you speak, nothing happens. Until you, if God himself, you you, you can't be more diplomatic than God. You can't be more anything than God. Now, This is how God operates. God could just come and snap his finger, you know, just snap his finger and say, hey, yo, yo, yo. And things just happen left, right and center. But he was teaching us a principle here. And he said, then God said, let there be light. And there wasn't light. Does it say that? He said, let there be light. And then what happened? There was light. Can you imagine? He defined for us something we didn't even know. The fact that it took long for man to discover light didn't mean that God didn't speak it. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Keep going. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, this speaking thing, this saying thing has to get into you. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters. The waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And it was so. God is saying, and God is getting results. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. We can just go on and on. But that is how God operated. He operated this world by speaking and he said by the by faith we discovered that the worlds were framed by the word of god now god began to frame his world and then he gave you the same word that you may frame your world that's why he said the worlds you are in charge of your world you need to frame your own world your limitation will be by your own framing and your superabundance will be by your own framing that was a loud amen to that hallelujah so he said we have the same spirit of faith go back there we have the same spirit of faith same the same that we saw hoovering the same that we saw creating, he the same that we have today. So God spoke into his own darkness, into his own void, and things began to happen. He began to create his own order, and things began to happen. He comes back and he enlightens you to and he says, Now you have the same spirit of faith. He says, As we as he spoke, and therefore he believed, even so, we also speak, therefore we also believe and therefore we speak we believe and therefore we speak until you learn how to believe and to speak you just walk around the entire world no matter what system you are somebody's into no matter which kind of world they come from speaking is a part of our supernatural journey. As a matter of fact, even in the normal people who learn to speak to themselves stay more sane than the people who just say nothing. Hello? Hello. Learn to speak relevantly some people speak, but they speak when it's not necessary. Or where it is not necessary. And that too is not wisdom. Glory to God. It is important to note that. We believe, therefore we speak. I believe, therefore I spoke. I believe, therefore I spoke. We also believe, therefore we speak. That should be your meditation. Because we go back to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. Because by faith we understand. The understanding of believing and speaking happens by faith that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things that are visible. So God came into his world and began to release the words, began to bring the unseen into the realm of the sin. He released his own words. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Then he taught, saying to them, "'Is it not written, "'My house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations, "'but you have made it a den of thieves?' Uh and the scribes and the chiefs heard it and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared because all the people were astonished at his teachings. Uh, verse number 19. Then evening came and he went out of the city. Okay, we should have begun from there. Then evening came and they went out of the city. Now in the morning as they passed by, and they, let's go back to verse number one so we get this in context. How it all unfolded. Let's go back to verse number one. Let's get it from there somewhere quickly. How it all unfolded. So we can see something. here. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the a mountain, a Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and he said to them, go into the village opposite you. As soon as you enter it, you will find a colt tide on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if any man say, uh, says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tide by the door outside of the street. And they loosed him. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosing the colt? And they spoke to him, to, and they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded, so they let him go. They, then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from their trees and spread them on the road then loosed then those who went before those who followed cried out saying hosanna blessed is he that comes in the name of the lord blessed is the king of uh, the kingdom of our, our father david that comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest and jesus went into jerusalem into the temple so when he had looked around at the things as the hour was late he went out to bethany with the 12 now the next day when they came out from Bethany he was hungry and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it when he came up to it he found he found nothing but leaves for it was not the season of for figs in response Jesus said to it let no one eat fruit from you ever again. Jesus said to the fig tree, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. He spoke to the tree in a personal manner. He spoke to the tree in first person, like the tree was another person. That's why he said by the word of God things. He said things. So by faith you can speak to things and things will respond. Why? Because things have ears. Mm. Things can hear you. In response Jesus said to it let no one eat fruit from you ever again, and his disciples heard it. I like the other version that says his disciples heard it and they took not. This one says his disciples heard it. In other words, Jesus said it and they heard it. Now imagine you're walking with Jesus and he speaks to a tree. You've not seen it done before and he speaks to a tree. In Go back, go, 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 go to so they came to jerusalem when jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of money changes and seats of those who sold doves and all that and he would not allow any of them to carry where through the temple then he taught saying to them is not it written that my house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations but you have made it the den of thieves and the scribes and the chief and the chief priests heard it, and they sought how they might destroy him, for they feared because all the people were astonished at his teaching. When evening came, he went out of the city. Now in the morning, as they passed by, now now he's giving us a report of what happened when Jesus spoke to the tree, and the Bible says that disciples took not. So now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Jesus spoke in the evening as they were checking out. When he spoke, nothing happened in the natural. The tree remained just as green. It remained the same. Jesus wasn't bothered. He didn't start, shaka, tree, dry up. He spoke confidently and he left. He left the word to do its job. So while they walked, that word took precedence in on that tree and began to work on that tree. All night as they were asleep, the word was working on that tree down to the roots, up to the leaves. And he said, in the morning as they passed by, the fig tree was dry up from the roots. And Peter remembering, remember, they took note. And Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cast has withered away. Another version says it's dried up from the roots. So Jesus answered to them, ah, man. Jesus, 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 Jesus. I mean, he wasn't trying to. He wasn't celebrating. Like, you know, I'm Jesus, right? Put on. You know, you you can think of Jesus if he were an African American or he was a Nigerian. You 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 he would you know begin to do all this. Jesus, chilled, chilled. Yeah. He just says. Peter says, the fig tree is dried from the roots. And Jesus said to them, have faith in God. (laughs) Hush, Jesus. (laughs) Have faith in God. Then he says, for assuredly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, what's Jesus saying? That this that I've done is not unique to me. This that I've done, you can do it the same way I have done it. In other words, he was trying to say, I did it as an example for you. Because he didn't say, this one is impossible. You leave that to me, the big boys. (laughs) (laughs) He said, have faith in God. For assuredly or verily I say to you, whosoever my question is so who is whosoever come on who is whosoever whosoever are you are you saying that word just like i am whosoever says to this mountain that is whosoever's mountain this mountain this whosoever's mountain that was jesus is now he says whosoever shall say to this mountain say underline that word in your Bible whosoever shall say the the right there is the miracle working power whosoever shall say whosoever says to this mountain be removed be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes remember he said we have the same spirit of faith therefore we believe and as a matter of our believing, what happens? We what happens? We speak. What we believe, we speak. Hakuna kitu kama kuamini Like I know, maybe naamini moyoni. Yani naamini kule naamini If you really believe it, you will speak it. You know, you've believed in birthdays so much. When they come up, you are happy. You speak happy birthday. You, you, the mood is happy and everything. You've trained yourself very well. Now, train yourself that this is as normal as one of those things you celebrate. It's just, that's, that's the normal life. Who says, Whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. And does not doubt in his heart that means doubt affects the heart where faith is also of the heart eh? and does not doubt in his heart but believes that those things he says but believes that those things he says but believes that those things he says will be done he Will have whatsoever he says. Whosoever says will have whatsoever he says. Whosoever, what if whosoever says nothing? So whosoever is here just crying Because issues have issues You know you can have issues And your issues have issues eh? (laughs) So now you find yourself in a situation Where you have issues And your issues are having issues And then you're like All you do is begin to cry Oh I don't know why me Things are just bad for me Why is it happening to me You're not doing yourself any service that is why you're under pressure to run to the wrong places. But be calm like Jesus. He says, Whosoever shall say will have whatsoever he says. So you've got to learn to be okay. With saying what God says in the midst of that darkness, in the midst of that situation. And the only you, you don't only speak because there's darkness or a situation. You've got to learn how to speak every day to yourself. Tell yourself how fearfully and wonderfully you are. Tell yourself how promotion is coming your way. Tell yourself how things are working out for your good. Tell yourself how you are getting better and better. That's why I said to you, you are somewhere in the future and you look much better. Than you look right now. Talk to yourself the word of God. Tell yourself if you don't, if you feel unwell, he said, These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils, they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover you are the one who who you are the believer because it says the sign shall follow them that believe and you are the believer and he said they will lay hands on the sick and you are the sick you lay hands on yourself and you tell yourself you are the healed of God Amen. you know God has some benefits God has benefits Psalms 103 Psalms 103 Psalms 103 from verse 1. We'll get get back to this. Psalms 103 from verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Come on. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not. Come on. Forget not. Forget not. So, which means that part of the challenge of the believer is forgetfulness. Remember his benefits. Why does he want you not to forget them? Forget not all his benefits. Benefit number one, verse 3. Who forgives all your iniquities? There isn't a thing God cannot forgive. Who forgives all your iniquities? Benefit number two. Come on. He is the healer that heals all your diseases. He satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the egos. That's how I know I'm still here. Going nowhere. Amen. I'm still here. You'll find me next year. I'm still going to look like I look right now. you find me 10 years from now. Still going to look like I look right now. I must preach this gospel. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Some of you are worried. Saying oh no. What if I start changing. And not looking that good. He renews your youth like the eagle. That's a benefit. And you access it by believing and speaking. Oh, dear Lord. You release it by believing and speaking. Let's go back to Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Listen to this. Check this. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, Believe that you have received, that you receive them and you shall have them. Jesus spoke and he walked away. The tree just looked the same. Now he's telling you, when you pray, believe that you have them and you shall have them. The believing comes before the having. But when he says believe, anytime you see the word believe there, it also means... Speak. Believe and you shall receive. Believe that you have them. So when I pray, I rest my prayer on Christ. I rest my prayer on God. I cast my cares upon him. When I pray, I don't pray and try to answer the prayer myself. I pray because Imenizidi. So I transfer the rights of performance to him who can perform. And then after I've transferred the rights, I don't come back to say, "Mm -hmm." I leave it up to him and I walk on like it is already done. When I think about it, I only give thanks that it is already done. I don't go back to thinking, oh my God, I prayed, but it's not coming. Understand that God has your best interest at heart. And he knows your your timing better than you know it. In other words, God's timing for you is more perfect than anything you'd like to create for yourself. So, if I prayed and I don't see it, I keep on giving thanks. And I don't worry about it. It is important that you understand believing and speaking comes before receiving. Mark chapter number 5. Mark chapter 5. In this life, hear me out. You will never outperform your words. you can never be better than your words. If you think you can, you really can. And if you think you, you cannot, you really cannot. So both of you are right. That's what they say. The one who thinks he can and the one who thinks he cannot, they're both right. So today's lesson is that you need to believe And you have to be consistent with God's word. Consistent in your speaking what you have believed. Keep speaking. Keep believing. Keep speaking. Somebody say amen. 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 Keep it as an active part of your faith. Never come to a place where you're quiet. When you keep quiet... You listen to what the enemy is saying And the enemy is less Way less than the God you serve But because the enemy is speaking gigantically The first battle In the fight between David and Goliath Was not the exchange of weaponry It was the exchange of words Before your action, the words have to go before you. Yes. What did David say? That Goliath said, am I a dog that you should come again? You should send me this child. And the Bible says he disdained him. Which means he despised him. Don't worry about those who despise you. He despised him. Because he looked at him, he was small, he was underqualified, he didn't look like he had it all together, he didn't look like he could do it, and this one felt like he had all the degrees, he felt like he had everything that it takes to get the job done, but when David showed up, he said, you come against me with a spear and a sword and a shield, I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, the God whom you have defied today, this day I will cut off your head, I will feed your flesh to the birds, he spoke, you speak. The enemy intimidates with his words. You must always have a challenge back by your words. Don't allow the devil to outspeak you. Don't allow his agents to outspeak you. Don't allow a witch to outspeak you. You speak. Glory to Jesus. Because the spirit world is ruled by words. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood. For 12 years. Shedebedesha. And had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. This lady must have been a well of to-do lady. She must have been a rich lady. 12 years seeing all the doctors. 12 years seeing all the doctors. And she spent all that she had and did not grow any better but grew worse. And the Bible says, and when she heard about Jesus, when she heard about Jesus. Now, the challenge with many believers is they first wait to until the situation is so septic. They have consulted every consultant and everyone has told them this situation is completely it's it's septic. You you we can't help you. That's when they now remember oh there is God. No, you should begin with God. And let him begin to direct your path from there. If he directs you to a physician, have your peace go to the physician. If he directs you to do as do as the Lord guides you. But in the process, whether you go this way or that way, keep speaking what thus saith the Lord. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garments. For she said, I want you to realize that those small sentences they're putting in there are important. For she said, in fact, another version says, for she said to herself. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, 12 years of suffering the same thing. May everything that has taken long in your life end today in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been prolonged in your life, I decree and declare by divine providence that it ceases today in Jesus' name. If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be well. She set the standard for herself. She got tired of physicians telling her this and that and that. And there's nothing wrong with physicians. They are absolute. Luke was a physician. We have a couple of them here. But she got to a place where her faith was only... This was her last resort. She said, if I can only touch but the helm of his garment. Not even touch him. Not even... Just touch his garment. I shall be made whole. She released her faith by what she said. She believed because I believe. She must have heard, like, like Bart Myers asked, what's going on? They said, don't you know, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. She must have heard, who is this Jesus? What does he do? They, they, might, they might have I think they told her a line of things that Jesus did then finally they said he heals the sick that's all she needed did you say he heals the sick where, where is he passing where where and off she was there and she touched and immediately she was made whole and immediately can you imagine immediately immediately she was also doing it for the first time so don't give excuse to yourself and say, you know, if I do it and it doesn't happen. She didn't have the luxury to say that. You are still playing with that situation because you haven't gotten to the She had gotten to the end. She's like, hey, this thing, you, you, either today you go or you go. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. You know, we can see miracles in this place as long as we turn our faith loose. As we turn our faith loose and we begin to believe and speak and declare, you come to this place, you are ready to receive. We will begin to see certain manifestations that we have never seen before. Because that's all God moves by. Whatever it is you are set for, you begin to believe. Find the word of God that speaks to that end. Find what God says about it. Gather it from your Bible. Gather it from the word of God and begin to believe it. Begin to speak it. Begin to release it. If you can find it in God's word, it belongs to you. immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in herself that she was healed of the affliction i declare that no affliction will come on you in the name of jesus christ i declare that any other affliction that had come on you from today in the name of jesus you are the healed of the lord in jesus mighty name i rebuke it and command it to leave your body be healed in jesus mighty name And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned himself around in the crowd and said, who touched me? Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say who touched me? That means we can all come to church but it is the person that decides to radically believe that actually receives. Not everybody who has come are ready to believe. Some of them just want to give company. Like, I just want to go to King's Church because the praise and worship is nice. I just want to go to King's Church because I want to see my friends and take some coffee. There are people who have come in this place and they are tired of being tired. They are sick of being sick and they say, you know what? I am going before God and something must happen that has not happened before. I am going to listen to this word until I get it into my spirit until something begins to happen I release my faith and things begin to change in my life there is a way you come into a place and we know that this one here has come to receive Because casual, superficial, you know, coming does not give you anything from the realms of God. You, you come with so diplomatic, you know, you don't want, your makeup is just too important for you. Your hair is just too important for you. You know, you just sit like the Queen of England. You know, everything is just, no, no, no. that don't work. That don't work. That don't work. You, you, we need some radical people in this place. We need some speaking people in this place. We need some people who just get out of their soft place and soft sport and say, I am going to speak. I don't care whether they hear me or not. I don't care whether they believe me or not. I am releasing my faith. I believe what God says and I'm going to say it. And you keep saying it and keep saying it. And you keep saying it and you keep saying it. And you say it when you're out there. You say it when you don't feel it. You say it when you feel it. You say it when you, you, you thought it was all lost. You say it when you feel like you have it all together. You say it when you don't feel like you have it all together. You say it when it makes sense. You say it when it does not make sense. Especially when it does not make sense. And you (laughs) declare and decide. And say it is ma. And he looked around. To see her. Who had done this. But the woman fearing and trembling. Knowing what had happened to her. Came down. And fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, my faith has made you whole. My power has made you whole. But the Bible says power came from him. You see, the reason why Jesus didn't say, my power has made you whole. Like the prophets of today want to make us that it's just about them, about them, about them. It's about Jesus, Jesus. Jesus said, look here. Jesus said, Your faith has made you whole. But yet the Bible says power came out of Jesus. You see, the thing is, the power of God is always in supply. Every day, every time, any day, any time. Because we don't have a bulb here doesn't mean that we can't have light here. For as long as there's electricity flowing in the wires we can channel it and put a bulb there and have access to power. So because it looks like you know, people are not falling and some of you to know that there's power it takes people to fall. That just shall not walk by sight. the power of God is here in abundance it can do anything for you anything you want it's here right now just like the power of Jesus was there it had to be accessed by faith people were touching Jesus many of them they never accessed it same Jesus same Jesus they believe in the same Jesus but they're not having the same results Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. He said, your faith has made you well. Your faith, your faith. What made you well is your faith. What made you well is your faith. I know my power was involved, but you couldn't have invoked my power if you did not release your faith. It was at the time you released your faith, when you spoke and you said, If I can touch but the helm of his garment, I shall be made whole. That's when it was released. So true Bible faith anchors on two things. One, what you believe. And two, what you say. What you believe and what you say. Job 22, 28, and 29. Job 22, 28, and 29. What you believe and what you say. Oh dear. What you believe and what you say. Who, what's the subject there? Who is the subject of, of that scripture? He says you. And you will also decree a thing. And you will also decree. Say me, weak me, me, struggling me. Yes, you, you, weak you, you, struggling you. Me, me, worried me. You, yes, you, you, it is you. He says you, you will also decree a thing and it shall be established for you. Welcome to the world of breakthrough. What you decree for yourself will be established for you. Oh, you know, the times are hard. Things are not happening. Everything is delaying. I am growing old. I am not getting married. You will decree a thing. And it will be established for you. Money is hard to come by these days. Things are not working well. I wish my parents were rich before. I don't know what you tell yourself. But you you need to get a better narrative than that. You need to get a different narrative. Glory to Jesus. You need to get a different narrative. Someone say, amen. Amen. I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to finish. So, light will shine on your. You remember this light? This same light that he said, Let there be, let there be? That light. He said, It will shine. It will shine on your ways. But you must decree, verse twenty nine. When and when they are cast, when they cast you down, and you say, Can, "Do you do you read? Do, do you know how to read? Yeah. Can you read? Yeah. Can you read English? Yeah. Can, please read that loud." May God exalt you in this season in the name of Jesus. I said, may God exalt you in this season. Glory to Jesus. I see exalted people. Glory to Jesus. When men are cast down or when you are cast down, you shall say. When you are cast down, you say it. Exaltation come. It doesn't mean you feel it. You still say it. you need to come to a level where you are confident in your own words you can't say and say "Hmm. Hmm, i've been saying but hmm." (laughs) you need to know that when you say it you have to first believe that believe it that when you say it what do you say for your business Hmm, business has been hard lately business business has been Speak well of your business. Keep speaking well of your business. You even decree and declare your own financial earnings. Make and say, you know, in the next two years, this is what I'm going to be earning. Decree it. Welcome to the world of faith. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. See, I would rather t- I, I know all these scriptures and I could just preach them but I want to study them together with you. So we are at the, on the same page for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. so there is us and then there is come on there is us and then there is Amen. them. the gospel was preached unto us. what is the gospel? The good news. May you receive good news in Jesus' name. I said, May you receive good news in Jesus' name. So, the good news was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which was heard or which was preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those that heard it. Them, they did not. Benefit or profit from the word. Which means the things that you're saying and believing. They profit and they benefit. They profit. God is a profit oriented God. The Bible says bodily exercise profits a little. But godliness is profitable for all things. God created profit. So. So. That's why there's, there's the servant. They term the unprofitable servant. Your portion is not to be unprofitable. Your portion is to be profitable. God will get profit out of you. Hello. Hello. Glory to Jesus. I'm trying to rest my case. I want to find where to rest my case. So last week we talked about John 20, John 20:24 20, to 29. We looked at the faith of Thomas and uh, okay yeah this is where we landed today we looked at the faith of Thomas John chapter 20 verse 24 now Thomas called the twin one of the 12 was not with them when Jesus came the other disciples therefore said to him we have seen the Lord so he said to them unless I see in his hands the print of the nails and put my fingers into his the print of the nails. And put my hands in into his side. I. Will not believe. He conditioned himself. He determined. His, by his mindset. That he was not going to believe. And after eight days. His disciples were again inside. And Thomas with them. Jesus came. And the doors being shut. And stood in the midst of. And said peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas. Thomas reach my finger here. And look at my hands. And reach your hands here. And put into, your, into my side. Do not be. Unbelieving. But believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him. My Lord. And my God. My Lord. And my God. Uh The next. And Jesus said to Thomas, because you have seen, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. That is how it all rolls out. That is how it works. Glory to God. You know, how do you do great works? How many of you want to do great works in the kingdom? John chapter 6, verse 28. How many of you want to do great work? John chapter 6, verse 28. So these men came to Jesus and they asked him. Now, I don't know what answer they were expecting because I believe they had something in their mind they were expecting. Like they were expecting maybe like like Naaman was expecting when Naaman went to the prophet Elisha, and Elisha said, "Tell him to go and wash himself in the Jordan." And he began, Akanza Kubisha said, "And the rivers Abnan andPfak even more cleaner than the Jordans." and said if if the prophet had said this to you wouldn't you do it because he expected maybe oh maybe he perhaps you would just come and wave and smile and shout hallelujah and then you'd feel like oh i feel the goosebumps he just said you go wash yourself in the river that was his instruction now these ones came and then the bible says and then they said to him okay let's begin from verse 27 just 27 Okay. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures for to everlasting life, which the Son of Man gives because God the Father set his seal on him. Verse 28, then say they unto him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? What do you think Jesus' answer was? Come on, what do you think Jesus' answer was? All right, what did he say? Let's see what he said. Jesus answered, Jesus said to them, this is the work of God. This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. That's the work of God. That you believe. That you believe. That you believe. That you believe. So we've looked at the faith of Thomas, now let's look at one more scripture and close with that. Romans chapter 4 from verse 16 to 21. We look at the faith of Abraham. That the faith of Thomas was anchored on sight. What he saw is what he wanted to believe. He wanted to craft his own laws. But you see, there is natural faith. The faith that is based on what you see. There's natural faith. It actually is faith, but it's natural faith. It doesn't work when it comes to the things of God. An example of natural faith. You see a car coming, please believe that it's a car. (laughs) Hello? Believe that it's a car and move, okay? Don't try to say, oh, you know, I don't even see the car. No, 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 no. If you see the car, the car is really there. (laughs) Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by according to grace to the so that the promise can you give me the king james i'm i'm king james all through and through i'm i'm washed by the blood glory to jesus <laughs> the king james is appointed to be read in churches <laughs> as it is written i have made you a father of many nations therefore no no go back to verse 16 therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end That the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, you see how the, the, the scriptures insist on what is written? Now, if you don't know what is written, you can't really grow, so get to know what is written. Either you listen to it or you read it, but do something. Don't just sit there. Amen. Amen. I've preached loud. Glory to Jesus. Yeah, as it, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. That was the prophetic word. That was the promise. I have made you a father of many nations before him whom he believed. Even God, who quickens the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were. He quickens the dead. He makes alive the dead. Anything dead in your life, I command it to come back to life. Yeah. He makes alive the dead things. And he calls forth those things that be not as as though they were. Call it forth. It doesn't exist. What do you do? Call it forth. The money doesn't exist. What do you do? Call it forth. That, that thing, that's that door you want to open. What do you do? Call it forth. Tell it doors you open before me in the name of Jesus. Every door I step into by the grace of God opens before me in the name of Jesus. By faith you have access. Glory to God. Who against hope? Who against hope believed in hope? There was no reason for him to believe. There was no hope. But he took the no hope situation and created a hope situation. Here is the scenario Abraham grew up, you know, through his. became an adult looked around saw this girl from his family liked her, loved her spoke to her, whatever he told her she believed his gospel, he married her (laughs) they were young from the day he married her they were looking for the fruit of the womb they wanted a baby they never got one and the Lord left them we don't hear what they said we don't hear anything from them Life went on from the time they were young until now. Abraham is about a hundred years old. Sarah is 90. God spoke to him when he was 75. He was 75. God spoke to him. Abraham was old. He was old. Even science couldn't help him. And on top of that, not only was Abraham old, Sarah was old. I mean on the, on the issue of Sarah. Sarah was old and she was barren. That's what we call a double tragedy. <laughs> not only is she old, she's also barren. So you tell me, what hope is there? Sarah was as old as your grandmother. Now, you imagine your grandmother coming to you and saying, I'm going to have a baby. (laughs) What would you say? You become the advisor of your grandmother. (laughs) She believes in God, and she tells you, I am going to have a baby. (laughs) See, even some of you have laughed... Even Sarah, Sarah, herself, when she heard it, she just laughed. And the Lord said, why is Sarah laughing? Sarah said, I never laughed. And they said, no, you laughed really. <laughs> now, that was the scenario that Abraham had a word. He had to believe that this word will come to pass in my lifetime. I will live to see it. And then Sarah even came up with a a solution. Like, you know what? I think God forgot his word. So uh, I give you an alternative. And then God came back and said, no, I didn't say in Hagar. I said in Sarah. So he says, who against hope? The situation was hopeless. So don't tell me about your situation that God cannot visit you. May God visit you in that situation. I said, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations? He has a wife by whom he should give birth and the wife is old and she's barren. But he's here believing that he's going to have, he become a father of many nations by that same woman. According to that which was According to that which was, so shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith, now how do we know someone who is not weak in faith? How do we know that you're not weak in faith? What do you do when your faith seems weak and your victory seems lost? This is where you. you be. so, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. In other words. There's nothing you can do about this situation. It has come to the end of it. He it, didn't say now very sick. There is hope you can, but he just said it's dead. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old. Neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He defied what he, the circumstance. He said God is able to do it. Yeah. Now, just imagine that the first day you begin to psych yourself to tell yourself that God is able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. You're beginning to build a mindset that God is able to make of you what you've never seen in your family before. And yet when you look at your family, the situation is so hopeless that it warrants you to just sit back and say, ah, it's okay. We'll just go on with life. You hold up. You hold up. You get what we call stubborn faith. You become stubborn. And you believe what God has said. He believed according to what was written and what was spoken. Not just things from his head. According to what was written and what was spoken. Your faith needs to rest upon God's word. You missed a good place to say amen. amen. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. You, you need to get to a place where you refuse to consider those things. You, refi- you, you speak it and say, I refuse to consider it. They say, we've canceled this, I refuse to, the, to consider that. We've done this, I refuse to consider that in Jesus' name. Amen. Because what is yours, God will give you if you believe what he said. Amen. When he was about 100, and, okay, go on. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Which means there was every reason for him to stagger. Like God said, you're going to have a child. And then you're, you're old and you're dead. And then your wife is old and she's also dead in her womb. And then the Bible says he staggered not. Because there was a situation to cause him to stagger. As in he would have staggered right there saying, old. Then he comes back. Then he says, Sarah, old. Then says, womb, dead. Man, dead. What do you have? Nothing. But the Bible says he staggered not. He knew his situation. He felt the pinch of it. The sun was going down and there was no child. And it was at the time the sun was going down that God came around. And turned the situation all over. Wow. May God turn your situation around. I said, God, turn your situation around and give you what you have believed him for. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. That is what strong faith does in the, in the face of the situation. You still give glory to God. You still show up at church. You still lift up holy hands. You still pray in the Holy Ghost. You still believe that God is able to do it. Some of you, you just go through a little thing and then you, we don't see you in church for three months. Because you're battling with something. When you're battling, come to a place. Come to the real place where battles are won. Uh, I said, come to the real place where battles are won. Here, you plead your case. You don't run. You show up at the battlefield. The battlefield is messy. When bullets are flying around, anything happens, you keep going. That's why it takes men of faith to build a nation. It takes men of faith to build a family. It takes men of faith to build a business. It takes men of faith to build anything. When I said men, I didn't exclude the women. Lest you say. But he was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Being fully persuaded. Being fully convinced. That what he had promised. He was able to perform. This is where his faith rested. Now let's look at this. This is good. This is where I'm resting my case. And therefore it was imputed unto him. For righteousness. Okay. Let me rest my case. Next verse. Now. shabadata it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed unto him okay, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead may the Lord bless you glory to Jesus I rest my case
0: Hallelujah! Are you blessed? Stop cuddling yourself in the room, putting on blanket over blanket over blanket because you're depressed. Stop staggering. Speak your things. This is the engineering room, my friend. We make matters right in here. We pray, come. Even if through your faith has done what come. somebody will hold your hand. There is a reason we tell people, hold each other's hands. Let's declare this thing together. On that note, our two services are going to be full. Can't you see the people, can't you see the, the whole church is full? the first service and then it is full on the second service and then it is full on the kiswahiri church and then it is full in kigamboni and then it is full now on the third service and then it is full now on the fourth service can't you see them you can't see them me i see them they are coming running because the lord is doing is doing a mighty work among us because the lord is healing people around us because the lord is performing miracles around us We believe, therefore, we speak. Ah! We believe, therefore, we speak. Because the minute you come in in King's Church Church, no matter how poor you are, there is just this anointing for wealth that shall come upon you. We believe, therefore, we speak. We are the wealthy kind. We are the rich kind. We are the kind that gives help to others. We believe, therefore, we speak. We are the kind that lay hands on you and whatever it is that was upon you just lifts up. We believe, therefore we speak. Hello? Tell your neighbor, if you don't believe it, you don't care. As for us, we believe, therefore we speak. Stand up on your feet and speak things. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and share the message to your family and friends. Follow us on our social media at Kingstar Church.